1: Try, they just can't seem to keep up with the American adversaries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are live back up on FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer. Unfortunately, the Rays lost their game, their home opener, their season opener yesterday. Started the game with a home run, only the second time in their their season their history is. Yeah, their team history. And then they went on to lose the game because they didn't score any more runs. All right, but we're here to score for you folks, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for tuning in. That's right. We are here live in the Relax and Comfort Studios. It is, once again, Patriot Home Funding Friday. That means uh, Pierce Outlaw is in the studio. Hello, all you
2: irredeemable, deplorables, dregs of society, and bitter clingers. And... Patriot Home Funding has a better batting average than the Rays.
1: <laughs> we also have the firm foundation of the American adversaries sitting in for a little while tonight. That'd be one Aubrey Conn. Good evening. Good evening. Like, He's on like top what. That's it. That's it. Oh, I mean, I'm speechless. All right. Then we also have, this is the wrong business to be in if you're speechless. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> is why, the music. Which Lame is music. why I'm in the right business, because I'm very seldom speechless. No comment. All right. <laughs> we also have with us, uh, he's going to give us a legislative update. Uh, Colonel David's, I guess I should, which title do you go by now? Representative Smith? I, 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 Wait a minute. I we got to get, uh, we gotta, Mike, Jeff, we got to get mics up here. What's that? I'm sorry. sorry I, Wait, I, about anything. I, I still can't hear his mic. Okay, we're having a little trouble with this mic. We'll get that squared away if we can. Here, in the meantime, yeah, speak into the other microphone there.
3: Well, Chris, hey, good to be with you. And uh, the, the Speaker of the House introduces introduces me as Colonel Smith. So, uh, it, it, you know, I, I'll answer to Colonel. I'll answer to uh, to a Representative. Uh, you know, and Seal just just don't call me uh, late for dinner
1: kind of thing. Uh, so, just about anything I'll go by. Okay, all right. Once again, we are up and flying high on the Titan Cave Cam on our YouTube channel. That's American adversaries on YouTube. You can go directly to YouTube, and you can also please subscribe there. And then also, of course, you can access that channel via our Facebook page, which is American Adversaries on Facebook, which has been on fire. So uh, once again, please check that out. That's American Adversaries on Facebook. I want to thank Kathy Santamassino for the great job she does keeping that thing up-to-date, pertinent, relevant, funny, and informative. Yeah, and you know what, Chris? I was told yesterday morning by a social media
2: influencer who knows Facebook advertising and knows what big numbers are that the American adversary's Facebook page is, and I quote, it's big.
1: How about that? And we have you ladies and gentlemen, Kathy and you ladies and gentlemen who are going there to thank for that so we're we're really proud of her and the job she's been doing on that and it really does pay to go check it out and thank you once again. Uh, also uh, Jeff Sinis is on the bridge uh, let's see I am the philosopher political mad scientist Christopher Hart the phone number is 407-774-8255 we will be talking about the president's rally last night also there's uh, news about uh, Mueller the report itself is due out by mid-April according to Attorney General Barr if not sooner and uh, in the meantime uh, the first I guess with the first or the first of the first group of attorneys John Dowd has made was it John Dowd yes Uh, he's made some pretty interesting uh, comments revelations uh, you might even call them that sort of back up some of the things that we've been talking about on this show for a year yeah yeah exactly So, but I want to take advantage of Colonel Smith's time while he's here to find out what's going on in the legislature. And because we know that the uh, smokable medical marijuana bill passed and the governor did sign it. So that's a done deal. That's out of the way. So what's the next big step? Well, there's
3: uh, quite a few pieces of legislation that are moving, Chris. As you mentioned, the governor kind of laid out a... A guideline. He wanted uh, legislation on the smokeable marijuana by the 15th of March, and 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 we went through the committee process, got that uh, passed it our first bill on the House floor and uh, uh, overwhelmingly, and then... I was going uh, to say, it
1: had support on both sides of the aisle. Yeah,
3: exactly. There were some people that did vote against it, and there were some people that were allowed to vote against it if you wanted to, if it was a tough dis- vote for you in your district, but it, it was really, you, you were not going to hold back the tide. It's, uh, it's coming, but uh, I tell you the people are drawing the line in the sand uh, where it comes to recreational marijuana, and, and I'm one of those people on the other side of that issue. So. Okay. Well, what are the next big steps? As, uh, I tell you, the, the, as you know, when you've, you've talked to your listeners a couple times about it, is, is when I've been on the show, the one thing that the legislature has to do, our one constitutional responsibility, is to pass a balanced budget. So that, uh, that is the focus and main effort up in the legislature right now is the governor's come out with a, pr- a proposed budget, the Senate has, the House has, and we're all not that far off. Uh, So uh, so that the budget is taking priority. And there's some other interesting pieces of legislation that are moving on uh, outlawing the texting and driving. Uh, I've sat in on a committee meeting just the other day. There are significant uh, number of election reforms that are coming. You know, it's one of those things. Did we learn nothing from the 2018 uh, tragedy down in South Florida and Broward and some of those other uh, supervisor of elections slip up. So the legislature is definitely moving forward on uh, some election reforms. There's also campaign finance reform that uh, that I think has uh, been overdue. So there's several pieces of important legislation moving, but number one is a
1: balanced budget. The election reform, does that include, is that a bipartisan effort?
3: Yes, uh, it, there were some Dems in
1: the committee that voted for it. Uh, Are they bringing something to the table, or do they just like the Republican plan?
3: I think they like the Republican plan. The the alternative uh, uh, Democrat uh, uh, bill was uh, did did not move uh, because it was far overreaching. So uh, it's the committee process. We had to sit through a legislator that made uh, 18. Un, what they call unfriendly amendments trying to uh, uh, sabotage poison, somebody else's poison bill. The bill. Yeah, exactly. Poison bill. And, and we we sat through and voted down all those amendments, uh, that, a couple of them that were clearly unconstitutional, but doesn't mean you can't try it. And uh, so we voted those down and we moved a good piece of
1: legislation forward. Now, is, does this have primarily to do with sort of the back office stuff or, or are there changes in there that we will all notice the next time we go to the polls should it pass?
3: You you will uh, both. Many of it is back office in that uh, you're going to be able to get your absentee ballot earlier. Uh, you're going to have more time to mail it in. However, everybody will notice when they uh, approach the polls and the early voting or on Election Day is now the. The you uh, will be uh, uh, the current law is 100 feet from the polling place. You can't do any campaigning, and now that's being increased to 150 uh, just because of some of the protests that went on down in South Florida and other things. So that's that's one thing that'll be visible to everybody. But there's many very very good changes coming for uh, to make it easier and safer and uh, uh, more uh, accurate uh, voting in Florida. Does that have
1: anything to do with uh, voter ID?
3: Not not per se, uh, we voted those things down. People wanted to be able to use your last four digits of your Social Security number for as a voter ID, and, and that was just, it's opening up a can of worms for, for, for stealing identity. So right. we, we voted all those kind of trash amendments down.
2: Okay. Is there any uh, situation where ballot harvesting would be able to pass through the House?
3: No no i mean it, it's a we're uh we're very focused that every vote counts and that in florida you're giving every opportunity to count between absentee ballot or or vote by mail right. as it's referred to uh early voting uh, and then on election day voting is going to be uh accurate one of the one of the things that we hope to repeal also is to uh, uh right now it's illegal to take a picture of your own ballot just right. for your own Safety, I'm going to take a picture of my. Well, I, I can't do that. I took a picture of mine in
1: 2016. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> well, so. Unfortunately, I lost my phone, so I don't know what happened to it. You well, you you.
3: can, you can, you, Hopefully, if, uh, if, if this bill gets to the governor's desk and signed, you'll be able to do that in the future. Just a just kidding. Piece of <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, leave those handcuffs at home. He's That's good. Right. <laughs> no, the... Uh, uh, so that's, that has to do with election reform. How about uh, school
3: choice? Absolutely. The the governor has made that a priority. That's the, one of the things he campaigned on. That's the thing I campaigned on. And there's money in the budget, uh, both on the Senate and the House side, to expand not only uh, scholarship opportunities for uh, those that are uh, um uh, mentally, uh, you know, I won't say disabled, but uh, challenged. Uh the expanding the Gardner scholarships. That that's uh, one of the things. There's a waiting list, so that that's uh, that's already moving forward. And then then greater opportunities for to to for, so the money follows the child, and it gives parents greater choice in the education uh, of their children. And I think that's a good thing for Florida.
1: Yeah, and there was a study that came out just the other day. I, I saw it on a sheet tip sheet and. Uh, the the char I believe you said the charter schools in Florida have much better results in terms of educating the kids. Than the public schools do.
3: In, in many cases, charter schools are uh, a solution to a failing school system. They're not a. They're not a, a panacea. They're not a guaranteed. They're fix. not a
1: replacement of. In other Co- words,
3: correct. And, and many of these things are doing because I tell you the governor's budget and, and I believe the house and senate will come together also strengthens
1: public schools uh, significantly. Also, what about right to life legislation?
3: Well, there. I'm a. Uh, Prime co-sponsor on a, on House Bill 235, which was uh, is known as the fetal heartbeat bill, which would be uh, if a doctor uh, detects the a heartbeat of a fetus, then then abortion is no longer an option.
1: Right, and, and, and several states have been passing it, these
3: laws, and, it, and they're being tested in the courts. Exactly, and uh, however, uh, it's a, State Representative Mike Hill, uh, House District 1 up in the panhandle, was the prime sponsor, and I'm very disappointed to say that that bill has not moved from its committee and will uh, is, is sure to die through the committee process. And
1: was that the only right to life legislation on the table this year?
3: That was certainly the, 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 the big biggest one. one and the one that I that I was focused on. and one, one that because I tell you as a freshman legislator, I look very carefully at what uh, um, bills put... that I co-sponsor. and that was one I was very quick as someone that believes in the sanctity of life, uh, to to co-sponsor, and I'm very disappointed that it's not moving. And he
1: only has uh, so many cards to play. In other words, he only gets so many sponsorships and co-sponsorships. Uh, yeah, you you can co-sponsor. The big thing is you only get six bill slots. I see. Every
3: House member, you can only propose six pieces of legislation. And uh, Representative Hill. Uh, uh, use one of those slots to move this, a very important piece, and then it, then, then
1: it's gonna, it's not going to move forward. Okay, you have a little bit more leeway when it comes to co-sponsoring bills than I take it. Yes, you do. Okay, okay, I misunderstood that. Um, what, is, uh, what is, is there any real contentious piece of legislation going on right now?
3: yes uh, it really deals with home rule I mean the there are 67 counties in Florida and, uh, and 412 municipalities and they get their right to exist through the Florida legislature through our constitutional process uh, and now there's a battle over home rule uh, of whether or not the state can preempt uh, municipalities from uh, creating their own laws and uh, House Bill three is that uh, that bill that's moving now that says the state, has supremacy unless it's already granted in general law, uh, and and this what this is going to do is prevent the municipalities that are saying okay you can't have a 32 ounce big gulp, you can't have a plastic straw, you can't go into the water with the uh, the wrong kind of sunscreen on, because there's been some wacky local municipal ordinances passed, and, and and this pulls back to the state those things that the that the state's responsible for and allows the municipalities and counties to manage the things that are already granted to them. It's just been uh, it's, it's really checking that municipal power. And, and in, in many ways, I agree with it. And then there are a couple of couple of issues that I, that I disagree where I think local control makes more sense. Uh, and that is in particular is the vacation rentals. That's, that's become a blood sport in Tallahassee this week uh, of who can manage uh, uh the uh, Airbnb type of um, uh, timeshare, not not so much In timeshare, words, but vacation rentals. Cor- correct. Okay. I, I think the state's trying to pull back that uh, responsibility from municipalities, and the state doesn't have a good plan, and okay. that's where I have a problem with it.
1: Okay, um, gun control legislation is the uh, permitting process going to stay with the secretary of Secretary of Agriculture, I believe it is.
3: And, and, and that's that's being discussed. I, I haven't seen any specific bill that would require that to, to
1: that, which is means forward. it probably won't happen if it hasn't happened by now.
3: I, exactly. I mean, if your bills are not moving, we are now halfway through the legislative session. If your bills are not moving already, they're not going to move. And, uh, and and some 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 good bills are not moving. Um. Uh, the, the gun legislation I don't think there's going to be significant change uh, you know there's you, you always get some knuckleheads that, that want to do this uh, assault weapon ban or uh, banning any any any. Semi-automatic weapon, and that's they just don't know. They don't know a single-shot rifle from a right automatic
1: pistol. And, yeah, you know, it's amazing right. how these people don't know what they're talking about, but they know what they don't want, right? Yeah, exactly in their own mind. Anyway, uh, you mentioned that bill having to do with the state prem- uh, supremacy over municipalities. Does that also have anything to do with sanctuary cities, and how is that progressing? Th-
3: that is a separate bill that would ban sanctuary cities. Again, that's an issue that the that the governor campaigned on. So that that bill is moving forward in it the is- house. And Senate. It yes, is it moving. is. Absolutely, I, I expect to see that bill move forward. There's, there's been, we've had some protesters up in Tallahassee that come to the Capitol and they, they campaign. It's well, part of know, the process. It, it is it, part you of know, the we, show. <laughs> and then they don't, they don't, uh, uh, they, they don't try not to disturb our right to life. Uh, you know, uh, press conferences, and we don't uh, mess with their rallies. It's freedom of speech. Uh, but uh, that sanctuary city bill, I believe, will move forward. How about driver's licenses for illegal aliens? It's not moving. I've had more calls off of that issue, and I tell people, hey, when it when it when it passes its third committee, then call me, because that's 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 when you got a real bill. Right. Other than that, it's it's just all going. Through, it's it's kissing your sister. Until it gets through the three committees, mm. uh, th- then it becomes a real issue, and uh, yeah. uh, and that's not going to go anywhere.
1: And I think, like Bobby Bowden said, though, that's better than kissing your brother. I mean, so, so <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> depending on who you are, though, I guess. Um, of the bills that we've discussed uh, that you say are moving, what would you give? The, what would you say their chances are? are there any that have better chances than others too I think the uh the the, the preemption bill
3: the house bill 3 uh that that kind of reins in the, the the wacky municipalities I think that has a, a a very good chance of passing
1: okay and the uh, others
3: and, and I think I, well, I think they all do the ones that I've mentioned I think all are are going to move and then okay. and then the driver's license and the assault weapons ban those aren't going anywhere
1: okay well we got to go to a break but when we come back uh, the colonel representative david smith is still going to be with us jan is on the line she has a question for him if you have a question for him too give us a call at 407-774-8255 it is patriot home funding friday american adversary style
4: fm 105.5 am 660 the answer Attention, pastors. Pre-register now for the annual Pastors Masters. Monday, April 15th at beautiful Heathrow Country Club in Lake Mary. And this year you could play with past NFL stars. Joining and giving back to the community through the retired NFL Players Association. Former Bear player Paul Blair. Along with Pastor Herky Walls, formerly with the Bucks and Predators. Plus former NFL players like Mike McBath, Don Nottingham, Ricky Shaw, Reggie Branch, and others. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com. The food is free. The golf is free. It's all about treating you, our pastors, active or retired, to a day away as we focus in on ministry and fellowship. Pre-register now at TheAnswerOrlando.com and play with past NFL stars. The 2019 Pastors Masters. April 15th at Heathrow.
6: Nearly everyone loves Italian food, but those people who love true, authentic Italian go to Cafe Positano. It's because owner and chef Pasquale Barba offers home cooked food from his hometown, Positano, Italy. He is Italian. Local fresh items are combined with rare ingredients imported only from Italy, along with generations old family recipes. Whether it's pizza or those delicious daily specials, taste for yourself at Cafe Positano, 4 miles west of I-4 on 436. 407-774-8080. The most authentic Italian food in Central Florida.
4: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
6: answer traffic i-4 eastbound 192 to 436 going slow also slow coming out from lake mary westbound i-4 slow 434 to maitland from fairbanks to past 192 got a crash somewhere on at howell branch 429 slow both ways around the turnpike with a crash near west road turnpike slow southbound i-4 to 192 northbound turnpike slow Kissimmee park to the beach line that's your latest answer traffic i'm dave Durica.
1: Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, you got the American adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. We have Colonel David Smith in the studio with us here today, and he, of course, is now one of our House representatives from District—is it Twenty eight. I knew it was eight in there somewhere. All right, let's go to Jan. She has a question for the congressman. Jan, thank you for calling. Go ahead. Yes,
7: yeah, thank you for letting me ask my question. Anytime. Um, Congressman, I was just wondering, the bill about the heartbeat and not buying an abortion after the heartbeat, why is that stuck in committee?
3: That's a, that's a great question, Jan. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it, they, don't, they don't tell you why bills don't move. It's, a, it's a, a typically a leadership decision, and I tell you, the focus uh, up in the legislature right now is uh, very clearly on uh, Hurricane Michael uh, recovery efforts in the Panhandle. It's uh, it's backing up the governor's uh, education uh, expansion for choice, and they're focused on uh, the Everglades restoration and and many of the water project or environmental projects, and and that is the legislature only meets for sixty days, and these major priorities are in particular uh, as you would expect. the Hurricane recovery is just taking so much effort. That I just don't think they they have the time or want to expend the effort to to take on a a, a challenge like the fetal heartbeat bill, uh, and and but that doesn't mean we can't to keep fighting the fight and and bring it back the next legislative session. It's a good bill.
1: It should be heard. I believe. I think maybe we should have all of the legislators go to a special screening, Jan, of Unplanned, the movie. We saw it. That is
0: it, a
7: very good idea. We saw well, it the I, other I, I, night. Yeah congressman smith i really appreciate your efforts and uh, yes i pray that you'll be able to continue and uh, someday we'll see it
1: happen yes ma'am thank i you. think you're right jan thank you so much for calling and listening and colonel you've got so you've had some success of your own i, I did i passed my first uh first bill off the
3: house floor uh the senate uh, companion bill was was uh, essentially waiting on me this uh it, it was passed and uh uh, so we're, we're moving forward and it's, uh, it's a bill that helps the children of active duty military that move to the state of Florida and helps to resolve any issues they have with their transcripts and what grade they should be in and are they clear to graduate from a Florida uh, high school. And, uh, and as, as, growing up as an army brat and having changed through a bunch of schools, uh, I know that that's important and I was uh, I was very proud to sponsor that bill and, uh, and it's on
1: its way to the governor's desk. Congratulations. Thank I you. Want to see the he, congratulations. Thank I you. want to see the pin that he signs it with next time you're here. That's Colonel David Smith. We'll be right back.
8: FM
4: 105.5 and AM 660.
8: The Answer. With SRN News, on Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says he'll close the nation's southern border or large sections of it next week if Mexico does not immediately stop illegal immigration. And he warned reporters, I am not kidding around. Two senior German officials see little chance of reviving Britain's treaty with the European Union to withdraw from the bloc after it was again rejected by the UK Parliament. Manfred Weber, a European lawmaker and center-right candidate to head the European Commission, said that the treaty is off the table. Justice Minister Katharina Barley, the center-left Social Democrat's top candidate for upcoming European elections, says everything points to a hard Brexit without a deal. On Wall Street, a good day. The arrows were up. The Dow rose 211 points to 25,928. The Nasdaq rose 60. The S&P advanced 19. Oil up to 60.14 a barrel. This is SRN News. And the
4: latest answer traffic now.
6: Here's your latest answer news update. Governor Ron DeSantis suspending SunPass penalties and fees until June. Meanwhile, the state's fining a contractor $4.6 million, putting the blame squarely on them for the system wide failures that have been going on with the SunPass system since last year. Check sunpass.com for complete information about the penalties being suspended. President Trump in South Florida today, taking a look around Lake Okeechobee, had various people with him. Governor Ron DeSantis, Senators Rick Scott, and Marco Rubio. He was talking up infrastructure work as part of the visit. We've got Dennis Prager coming to town, and you can see him live and in person. It's going to be over at the Holy Land Experience, even including a special TV broadcast. For more information about your tickets, go to theanswerorlando.com. Got some clouds? We're dry and we'll be in the low 70s by 8 tonight. That's your answer for the latest local news and traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Folks, do you wake up feeling more tired than the night before? <sighs> you toss and
1: turn all night seeking comfort that's not there. Then you need to visit Relax and Comfort. For over 51 years, family owned and operated Relax and Comfort has helped people sit, sleep, and feel better every day. For instance, with the X10 bed, you and your partner can independently read, sleep, or watch TV in virtually any position you like. At Relax and Comfort, you can also get adjustable number beds and smart pillows that monitor your vital signs as you sleep. They can even tell you how well you're sleeping. Relax and Comfort has a better number bed at a better price. And don't forget to ask about the memory foam mattresses at 50% less than national brands. And if you mention the promo code American Adversaries, you'll get 50% off bamboo bed linen and essential oil pillows all month long. Relax and Comfort has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford, and the Villages. Visit RelaxandComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Remember, the quality of your sleep determines the quality of your day, relaxandcomfort.com, 321 329
9: For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees. And you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the
4: American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender.
1: We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499. That's 407-366-6499. Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries radio show
4: in traffic we've got the answer
6: answer traffic i-4 eastbound slow 192 to 436 also slow coming out from lake mary i-4 westbound slow 434 to lee and fairbanks to past 192 Cimarron at howell branch we've got a crash 429 slow both ways around the turnpike with a crash near west road turnpike slow southbound i-4 to 192 and northbound slow Kissimmee park to the beach line that's your latest answer traffic i'm dave derica
7: Hey everyone, This is Sunny, the California girl from Gorgeous days of Wrestling. We're all champions in the ring, including all the hottest guys on American
10: Adversaries. Love ya!
1: And we love you, ladies and gentlemen, too, for listening to our show, our little old show, the American Adversaries Radio Show on a big old Patriot Home Funding Friday for you. going to be a beautiful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget the Hot Rods for Heroes Hot Rod Show down to the Ace Cafe tomorrow. That's 100 West Livingston. So, in other words, it's right off Orange Avenue, the intersection of Orange and Livingston there. Lots of parking, and they're going to have... Uh, 150, 200 hot rods out there. Rick Brown's going to be there with his wife's GTO. <laughs> and I Colonel talk, McKnight's going to be there. Yeah,
2: I talked to Ed Reardon yesterday about it. Uh, Ed's the uh, head guy for uh, Central Florida Honor Flights, and he said that they were going to have a band to play the national anthem,
1: yep. uh, all the cars, and to fly over a flyover of vintage aircraft. Yeah, that's that's going to be cool, too, because those things, they can come in low and they're loud. These World War II prop-driven aircraft, they'll come right out of the uh, the executive airport there. So it's going to be a great day, great fun for the whole family. It is a fundraiser for Honor Flight Central Florida. And, of course, they provide free flights to Washington, D.C. for a day of touring the war memorials up there for World War II vets and other veterans who have not been able to do that. Uh, So great event tomorrow, great day for it. So that's 10 a.m. starts. The festivities uh, on stage that Pierce was referring to will start about noon. And it should wrap up around two thirty. So once again, great fun for the whole family. Hot rods for heroes to benefit Honor Flight to Central Florida tomorrow. Ace Cafe. All right. The president last night uh, in another rip roaring rally in Grand Rapids <laughs> had the crowd in the palm of his hand, you might say, and it was a hoot. And 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 he was he was Trump is Trump, and uh, see this is something that the Republicans don't understand. Like, even Kevin McCarthy, supposedly in a phone conversation with the president earlier this week, said he couldn't understand why the president, especially right after, and the Democrats have been, you know, wondering about this in their own sort of gleeful way, why would the president, right after he has this presumably huge victory with the herr muller report and Barr's letter and all, and we'll get to that in a second, but he brings up this health care stuff. Right? And McCarthy, I'm a bit confused about this. And he talked about it last night a little bit, amongst a lot of other things. And the reason that the president does this is he's always thinking offensively. Republicans are always thinking defensively. That's why they don't understand why he goes on the offense constantly. He's constantly on the offense. He's on the offense on the border. Now he's on the offense on health care. And why did he go on the offense on health care? What were they talking about on the other side? They were talking about something for everyone, right? Medicare for all. Well, Nancy Pelosi and their strategy is now not going to be Medicare for all in the immediate. They're now more concerned with saving Obamacare. Now, does that make everything right and good in the insurance and healthcare world? No. But is Obamacare, is having the Democrats fight for Obamacare better than having them fight for Medicare for all? Yeah. See, he's got them now on the defensive. This proposal of Medicare for all is an offensive proposal. It's to take the high, it's to take the initiative. It's to seize the argument, seize the day. And what did he do? Seized it right back from him. And the Republicans can't seem to understand why he does that. Well, that's why they constantly lose to Democrats and his first try he won pretty big. <laughs> so the the president's got this and he also by the way puts pressure on the Republicans to come, finally come up with something. You know, part of the problem uh and I don't know if any of this went into John McCain's thinking because you know supposedly he was on board until he came back to Washington DC that he had to fly back if you remember he was sick at that time. And Supposedly, it was something that evidently happened on the flight back to Washington, D.C. changed his mind or or something. And then they knew something was wrong. And so Pence went over there, and he was there to try to talk him back into doing what they had promised to do. And I guess he didn't do that. But if McCain had, had given it a thumbs up, the Republicans were not prepared with an alternative. Yeah, they owned it then. Yeah, and weren't ready for it. So even though McCain screwed us, in a way, maybe not, because if you're not ready with the alternative, maybe that's worse than having a bad thing there in terms of politics. And in terms of the health care system, too, because if you don't have an alternative, they they have got so many fingers in so many pockets in so many places now. I'm talking about the government. Because of Obamacare and the health care system, you just can't up and toss it out. Can't unwind nine years' worth. Right. Not that quick. You're going to have to have something ready to go in its place. You're going to have to have some sort of transition phase, and then you're going to have to have the ultimate
2: implementation
1: of the solution the problem with the
0: republicans is that they do not want to be leaders they don't know how to lead they make a good opposition party and that is about it
2: well that's a generational issue it's been that way for going back to our childhood when democrats ran everything and the republicans were quote
1: unquote the loyal opposition right and that's why I say, you see, this is why the Republicans can't understand Trump. McCarthy, I can't understand why, I don't understand why you would do this. It's because he thinks offensively, and what you just expressed is they think defensively.
2: The other thing is, too, is that exit polling from the 2018 midterms indicated that 51% of the people that voted nationwide in the midterms, their leading issue was health care. Right. You know what their second leading issue
1: was? Probably immigration. Mueller. Mueller, okay. I'm sorry. All right, and that of course has been snatched away from the Democrats. And talk about confused. Uh, the, although they don't show it, they are com- quite confused as to what to do. And their fallback is to just go back to what they were preaching. And now it is, oh, it's a 300-page report. He only had 48 hours to review it, and then he writes, talking about Barr. He writes a four-page summary. He can't have got it all in there. So we know there's something in that 300 pages that we're going to find on Trump. We know that the collusion is there. We know that the obstruction is there.
2: And completely overlooking the fact that Mueller was in council with Barr Rosenstein and the chief legal counsel of the DOJ as they wrote. as he gave the report to them, here are the highlights. Right. And in, in
1: other words, he basically gave them the talking po- points of the letter. Yeah. And the, the thinking once again with the Democrats, they don't know what to think because they weren't expecting this. And the expectations game is big in life in general, but certainly in politics. And if you play it wrong, you, you're going to you're going to reap the whirlwind. And that's what they're doing right now. And Trump is seizing the day. You see, they don't understand. It's like, oh, you just had a big victory. Let's wallow in it a while. Don't mess it up. He's like, no, I just had a big victory. So I'm going to go get another. Yeah,
2: and kick them when they're down. That's
1: it. Let's go. You got it. You don't take your foot off the accelerator. You just mash it a little harder if you want to get where you're going. And so, as like I said, in politics and in life, you get what you can get while the getting is good. And he understands right now the getting is good. And, and it's, a, it's a good way to drive his message into the campaign season. And believe me. It does not hurt President Trump if the Republicans look befuddled uh, or uh, don't really, you know, understand or know what they're doing or have solutions. Because President Trump, even though he is supported by Republicans and the leader of the Republican Party, he is not identified directly with the Republicans in Washington, D.C. Because you see, they are of the swamp. He is not. And what people see is that he has to deal with them. And they have to deal with him, but it's, if you will, an adversarial relationship. He's brilliant in doing that. He doesn't want to tie himself to the brand of the Republican Party. He wants them to tie their brand to him. That's why, he once again, he's always on the offense. And you can expect him to be like that the rest of his life and everything that he does. Because that's all he has ever been. He's always been on the offensive, always been on the go. That's why he doesn't take vacations. Would you, if if you had the, the success that that man has enjoyed, what what vacation could top, what he does in his everyday life, how can you top that, and now he's president of the United States, huh. greatest vacation of all, you might say, right, uh, greatest adventure of all. Meanwhile, John Dowd was part of I guess he was the lead lawyer in the president's first iteration of his defense counsel his defense team correct and he was in an interview the other day and made some pretty interesting revelations
2: yes in a podcast that's linked to an article by Byron York on the Washington Examiner today Dowd basically said that in March of 2018 on March the 5th that Mueller came to him and requested to put the president under oath and to interview him under the excuse of, well, John, I need to know what was in the president's head. That was a statement by Mueller. That was a statement by Mueller. And then in the uh, back and forth between the two of them, uh, Dowd says, you already know because you're doing it in real time. You have all the notes and the transcripts of the meetings. Uh, you've already interviewed other people. And then it went on uh, further when Dodd asked, asked Mueller, what is the president's status? And Mueller said that he is a witness slash subject. And Dowd said, you mean he has no exposure? Mueller said, that's right. So Dowd says he knew then for sure by inference that Mueller had nothing to proceed going further in the area of collusion or conspiracy. And when was this? March the 5th, 2018, a year ago.
1: How about that? Mueller knew a year ago there was nothing there. He may have known sooner, but he certainly knew a year ago when he had this conversation with Dowd because he told Dowd. And everything that we heard from Rudy Giuliani Jay Seculo, Ty
2: Cobb. Uh, doubt about how Mueller was trying to set a perjury trap for the president, which was right out of the Andrew Weissman playbook, as Sidney Powell said many times on this program, was spot on. I also think another take that you heard on the American adversaries by Chris Hart last week was spot on, too, which is that Mueller drugged this investigation out past the midterms, gambling that the House and the Senate both would flip to Democrat, and then his report could be the impetus for impeachment. But then when Barr was seated, Barr went to Mueller and said, let's see what you got.
1: Right. And then it came to a very quick conclusion at that time. Yeah, because see, and this is what gives, gives me confidence in Barr going forward. He's not playing this game. He's really all about justice and doing things the proper way. And he's not going to, he didn't get there to do what they have been doing. He got there to clean it up. And I'm pretty sure that's the deal he made with the president, and it evidently is what he is doing. And if that is the case, and this continues him cleaning things up, you can expect a whole lot of justice to be coming down the road. And a whole lot of people who have been doing the president wrong, been doing this country wrong, are going to find themselves in a lot of legal jeopardy, Chris, and only rightfully so. And the president made it quite clear last night in Grand Rapids, he's not backing off. He wants to, all this to come out. He wants. He also said he's going to release those FISA things, and, uh, and he wants these people who have been responsible for this to be held accountable.
2: And Nunez has criminal referrals to the Justice Department from his investigation prior to the midterms. And what do you think the chances are of a second special counsel being formed to investigate The
1: investigators? I hope not, to be honest with you, because I think Barr can do just as good a job himself. Uh, The grand jury that was set up to help this special counsel evidently is still impaneled. Not, Not mistaken, he can just basically take that grand jury and start a running. And if you appoint a new special counsel, you basically put everything back to square one.
2: And Huber has his own grand jury as well. Exactly. I mean, and and, the, and the, invest, uh, the inspector general Horowitz is also doing an investigation into the FISA process that was in the FBI and DOJ right now. And there have been no leaks from
1: that investigation going on a year. Right. See, in this, I agree with Alan Dershowitz. We don't need a special counsel. We just need people to do their jobs the way they're supposed to be done. And I believe that is what Mr. Barr is doing, William Barr. And he certainly seems to have indicated it so far. And the only thing that's unusual about that is that there have been so many people in Washington, D.C. who haven't been doing their job the way it's supposed to be done. And we even see with uh, the special counsel here, he didn't do his job the way it was supposed to be done. He knew right away, first of all, that there was no crime to investigate, so he shouldn't have been appointed to begin with. He knows that. And then, as you just revealed, he knew well over a year that there was nothing there.
2: And then tried to create a crime by springing a perjury trap On or attempting pre- to.
1: On the president of the United States. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Special Counsel Man. No, we don't need another special counsel. We just, and, and it's no guarantee that justice will be had. He tried to, to miscarry that would have been a miscarriage. It was a miscarriage of justice. From the very start. And so it's really all about people just doing their job right. And when it comes to being in the Justice Department, that means you got to follow the law and you got to follow the rules. And if you can't do that, get out of the kitchen. It's it's you you cannot put yourself in a moral authority when it comes to being in those positions. The moral authority comes from the from the Uh, institution itself, whether it's the FBI or the Justice Department, and the rules and regulations that are there to prevent this sort of thing from happening. And it's funny, because I'm still
2: torn on the issue of Rod Rosenstein, because history will write a conflicting opinion about Rosenstein. On one hand, he was in bed with uh, Comey and these guys. He signed the fourth FISA warrant. We know that. But at the same time, he'd fired Comey and then appointed a special counsel to get the counterintelligence investigation away from Andrew McCabe, who he knew was corrupt, and then he gave Mueller enough rope to run with so that when the report was released and Trump was considered innocent, or not innocent but was not indicted, that at that point they had no excuses to indict him in any way, not legally, but from a political standpoint, that he hindered that investigation
1: in any way. So I, I wonder how history's going to treat him. I can envision this guy going home at night, going to his wife. I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? Because he has been caught in the middle of this. Yeah, I think
2: ultimately he's going to be treated well. He got it right in the end, and I don't believe the thing about wearing a wire. I think that was a joke, no different than what Trump said in the campaign rally about the 30,000 emails and the Russians. It was said in jest, I'm sure.
1: Uh, He might have actually been poking fun at these paranoid schizophrenics that he was dealing with. Who knows? Uh, Presumably he'll write his own book and give us his version of the the tale. In the meantime, we got to take a break. When we come back, we have Charlene and Drama Queen going to join us and talk about the movie Unplanned.
4: FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer
1: spring is almost here. That means it's time for the 35th Annual All-British Car Show on Saturday, April 6th. Featuring all makes of British cars, both classic and contemporary. Come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in Central Winds Park in beautiful Winter Springs. Four Rivers Barbecue, Tijuana Flats and Jeremiah's Ice will provide the food. The cars, judging, vendors and lots more will provide the fun. And there's a playground for the kids. Admission is free Saturday, April 6th, 9 to 4. For more info, go to all. Club.com or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I wanna introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon, and by the way, his patients love him.
9: I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about
4: toothaches, fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon, it made my toes curl up.
1: Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Multiple locations, call 407-598-8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407-598-8141
4: today. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer
6: answer traffic i4 eastbound 192 to 436 going slow also slow coming out from lake mary westbound i4 slow 434 to past 192 with a crash near central florida parkway 429 slow both ways around the turnpike with a crash near west road turnpike slow southbound from i4 to 192 northbound turnpike slow Kissimmee park to the beach line that's your latest answer traffic i'm dave dorico
2: See trees of green, red
1: roses all right, welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen, of course that's, uh, that's John Barrows's music but I think it's appropriate because we're going to talk about Unplanned and I, and I was thinking soul. about him all during the movie but the movie is an excellent movie I thought. I now Charlene is with us and she got to see a special critics viewing so I want to see what she thinks. Hey Charlene, how you doing tonight? Well, very good. And yourself, Chris? Excellent.
7: Now, uh, I hope everyone has turned down their cell phones.
1: Yep.
7: Now, because Unplanned is just, this is the first official day that it's out is today. So I don't really, ha- so you, I don't have any Rotten Tomatoes or Box Office Mojo available just yet. Okay. Not that I really have to have that, but anyway, I can start by telling you the movie is very well directed, very well written and very well acted by a cast of unknowns. It's the true story of Abby Johnson, uh, a psychology major who becomes a counselor and later the youngest executive director of a Planned Parenthood located in Houston, Texas. Since she works in the office, Abby never really actually sees a sonogram of a procedure. One day she does and resigns almost immediately from the company. Planned Parenthood sues her basically for uh, future defamation and loses. In 2014, Abby's book, Unplanned, is uh, published and now is a feature film. Major sponsors of the film are the non-denominational groups 40 Days for Life and uh, a, a newer organization I'm not that familiar with called uh, And Then There Will Be Done.
3: And, and Then th-
7: They Were None, excuse me. Then They Were Not um, None. The, the difficulty with that is uh, Agatha Christie wrote a book of that title. So when you look it up, you may get the book or the movie that has nothing to do with Planned Parenthood. But anyway, mm. um, also we have uh, our favorite pillow guy, Mike Lindell, who has a very cute and satisfying cameo role.
1: And he helped finance the movie himself, if I'm not mistaken. Yes,
7: yes he did. And I thank him for it because he's a brave guy. Because, really, anyone who is friends with Donald Trump is a brave guy.
1: Now, it's rated R. Do you think that that is justified?
7: Only somewhat, and I'll tell you why. Because there is no nudity, there is no cursing. We do see images of blood and bleeding and suffering. There is a scene of the sonogram of an abortion. It's very hard to watch. Mm. However, there are a lot of PG-13 films out there that that have a lot more nudity, a lot more cursing, and are a lot less uh, worthy of the PG-13 rating than this film is. Now, I don't know if that's uh, some kind of a ploy so that it can only go on fewer screens. Okay. I can't really answer that question. Uh,
1: Let me ask you this. Okay, get get down to it. Is it a must-see?
7: Yes, it is absolutely a must-see.
1: So you'd give it a, a mini thumbs up. How about the tissues? Should you take tissues?
7: Oh, tissues. A lot of tissues. and uh, But just but basically, to really sum it up, pa- Planned Parenthood, it's a bunch of greedy liars.
1: Would you suggest that people with, say, young teenagers take their children to see it?
7: I think they should. I really do. And, and I hate saying this, but, yeah, they really need to take their kids, their uh, teenagers.
1: Okay. Thank you, Charlene. Great job. We appreciate it. Thank
7: you, Chris. Have a great day.
1: You too. We'll talk to you next week. That is Charlene, the Drama Queen. And we'll be right back with more of the American Adversaries Radio Show.
10: Ladies and gentlemen, sit right up.
0: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again we assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city in every foreign capital and in every hall of power from this day forward a new vision will govern our land from this day forward It's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a new millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the Earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together we will make America great again. Thank you. God bless you and God bless America. Let's go see well, our
1: Welcome to our number two of Patriot Home Funding Friday, American Adversary Style. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We really do appreciate you being out there. Once again, you can see and hear us up on our Titan Cave Cam on our YouTube channel. That's American Adversaries on YouTube. And, of course, you can access us that via our red-hot Facebook page. That's American Adversaries on Facebook. And if you tune in on those, you'll not only hear but see that well, we got Pierce Outlaw still here. Great to see Pierce.
2: Absolutely. It's great to be here.
1: And Nostradenis is joined. Hi, guys. And Aubrey Khan has undergone a conversion of sorts. I like the new Aubrey Khan. <laughs> <Con. laughs> the new Aubrey Khan is, is actually Ashley Bedford. Happy uh, Friday. Of Patriot Home Funding Friday. I'm Chris- Ashley Legend. <laughs> she is the legend, all right. I will tell you why here in a minute. I am Christopher Hart. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is the number. And it does uh, promise to be a very beautiful weekend. So do please get out and enjoy it. And if you're out looking for a new house, we know who you need to talk to first. In the meantime, want to talk? Mentioned this, I think, the other night. Uh, the president had tweeted about it. The ratings of the anti-Trump networks uh, have not have been well. I'll let Nostra Dennis tell us. Yep, as you probably know, if you listen to talk
5: radio, political talk radio, kind of goes in waves as each presidential election comes along ratings for news talk stations, especially political talk opinion stations, spike way up. and Usually after the election they kinda calm down. Well on TV, especially for cable news channels, that's not the case because they're talking politics 24-7. And so ratings are good if there's a good story to follow. Well up until last week the Mueller investigation was a good story to follow for MSNBC and CNN. However, Rachel Madcow, who has consistently been first or second in her time slot, in her, uh, is she on at 9 o'clock? Yep. She's on against Hannity. Um, She is down, this past Monday, almost 500,000 total viewers than the previous Monday. And so was the second top-rated show on MSNBC's slate, The Last Word with Lawrence O'Donnell. Both of them down half a
1: million viewers in just one week. And they are back-to-back. In the evening slots, there.
5: So um, it's this Mueller investigation wrapping up is going to hit. It's going to hit Fox a little bit, but there's enough other uh, stories that Fox focuses on that it's not going to hit them too badly. There's lots of things they can cover that Trump will talk about that the others are not going to. So MSNBC and uh, CNN just got most of their content just pulled out from under them.
2: Yeah. And Rachel Maddow last Friday night was just pathetic. Yeah. She was... Uh, I mean, almost sobbing on the air as she had to admit to her audience that she had been spreading lies
1: for two and a half years. <laughs> she came back this week, though, to say, but there's still hope out there. Let's keep the lie alive. Uh, there's a 300-page report and there's no way the four-page letter and da 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 And she also highlighted the fact the other night that the grand jury that we told you that Mueller's team had impaneled is still impaneled. But th- the problem for Rachel is Mueller isn't the one running it anymore. Right.
5: And, of course, they're not calling this the Mueller report. They're calling it the Barr report, so they can slam it.
2: Yeah, indeed. And a cover-up. Now, right. they're trying to say that because Barr released only the Cliff Notes version, if you will, thus far. It constitutes a cover-up.
1: <laughs> well, I can remember a lot of people getting through high school and college on Cliff Notes, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're looking at one. All right. So. Uh, the ratings numbers are down for the, the Never Trumpers. And as we said before, it's, it's because they have not been doing what people watch those shows to get. Right. People watch those shows for the same reasons, believe it or not, that you folks listen to the radio shows like this. You want to be informed. They want to be informed, too. They just went to the wrong source. They went to a, a well where the water was poisoned. Well, oh, they had to drink so much of it to finally figure it out. Well, Fox, by the way, and by the way, the water's clean, clean and pure here. Fox is taking a hit of
5: its own on Saturday nights for the last two weeks. Yep. Judge Janine Pirro's show has not been on. Yeah, that's been replaced by repeats of some some Kennedy family scandalous scandal called. from yeah, twenty years ago. She's back tomorrow night, though. Yeah, she's back tomorrow night. But I wonder whether all her list, all her viewers, are going to come right back. That Saturday night, or if some of them are going to hold it against Fox for holding her out for two
1: weeks. Well, you know that is a dilemma, and I, and I like watching her on saturday Saturday nights. But my thinking is, show her the power. In other words, have her viewers come back while she's there. Yep. And if she goes away again, go away. So I didn't watch Fox on Saturday. Nor I watched, did I. Yeah. I saw it was on. Oh. And I skipped right past. And I think maybe they kind of got the message. She'll be on actually Hannity tonight previewing her show tomorrow night, I presume, and uh, the president was on Hannity, what was it, night before last? And for a ha- solid hour. Yeah. And without commercial break for 45 minutes, and networks don't do that, you know, and I can't do that. You know, I know that Nostradamus gets on me when I you know, go through a soft, what we call soft breaks. Those, yeah. are, those are the breaks in between Hit the zero, half Hit zero. Take the break. But mm-hmm. at the top and bottom of the hour, I don't have any choice. And when that clock goes to zero, the microphone goes dead. That's why sometimes
5: you hear people in the middle of a sentence go, (laughs) If you had Donald Trump on as a guest, I'll bet you Pete might let you roll past the 30 news. (laughs) He might might
1: let you preempt it. Did you hear that, Jeff? So be prepared. He might. get that call. (laughs) you know, know,
2: (laughs) there's a bigger issue at play here. And the bigger issue is how the left is trying to use corporations uh, to leverage corporations to silence fees, free speech on the right. You've seen them do it with O'Reilly. You saw them do it with Tucker Carlson. You saw them try it with Hannity. You saw them do it with Laura Ingram. And now you've seen it with Judge Jeanine Pirro. And that's a very, very dangerous thing
1: for our country. Very, very troubling, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, and you mentioned these cor- corporate giants, and of course, Facebook is one. And believe it or not, Facebook is in the entertainment business. Uh, it's it's because what they're putting out is a form of, lack of a better word, recreation. People visit Facebook to visit things. you Sure. To you know, it, it's you sort see of, funny stuff. Right. It, it's, it's a bit of a recreational activity. Now you can get informed and, and that sort of thing in it, but it's like our Facebook page. If Kathy wasn't making a lot of this stuff humorous, I don't think we'd have as much traffic. I don't know. But I think that that's part of the success of this show, too, is we, don't, we try not to take ourselves too seriously and interject a little bit of humor in it. Laughter is the best medicine, as I used to say in the Reader's Digest, and, and I think that's why a lot of liberals listen to our show. And, of course, they probably think I'm you know, still a doofus, which is fine, too. That's all part of it, right? And uh, But these corporations using this kind of leverage, they do it in many more ways than one. And, for instance, this week... The Housing and Urban Development, Department of Housing and Urban Development, uh, Ben Carsons, the secretary of HUD, more, more commonly known as, is suing Facebook. Now you're in the housing business, and they're suing Facebook because of what they're doing in the housing business.
2: Yeah, it's for targeted advertising. When you see your post on Facebook, when you scroll down your feed, you'll see promoted posts. Okay, and those promoted posts show up in your Facebook feed based on your individual demographic that Facebook has gathered: your sex, your age, uh, your your uh, marital your status, what you do politics, for a living, uh, your educational level, your hobbies, etc. And and then they sell advertising to companies like Patriot Home Funding that target. Individuals based on certain demographics, and the Department of Housing and Urban Development found that Facebook was allowing um, realtors, builders, and mortgage companies to basically what's called redline in their advertising to exclude uh, the big factors that we get signed on every loan application: race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or marital status, so or st- age. You cannot discriminate against those things. So So they
5: put a post out and say, I want this to be sent to all white people in this county? Yes. They they, would do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or they could say uh, that I only want people over the age of 30 or something like that. Uh, Any of those triggers, those are considered discriminatory
1: and violations of the Fair Housing Act. And that's why HUD is suing Facebook. And so even though it is a, quote, unquote, in my opinion, an entertainment company, their fingers are in a lot of pies. And this is one example of
2: that. And that's why Facebook is free, because those advertisements, the bigger your reach, the more, the more people you reach. And you can target by geography, you can target certain geographical areas like Central Florida, or east of I-4, uh, all different kinds of demographics. Um, and the more reach you have, the more the advertising costs. And that's how Facebook makes its money. Right.
1: And we're not you know, trying to discourage people from using Facebook. As a matter of we want you to visit, yeah, our, visit Facebook our Facebook page, page right? Right. Um, But just be aware uh, that these corporate giants, that this model that we have, uh, is it's a double-edged sword. There's, there's no question about that. Um, now, about the housing market itself, uh, everybody keeps talking about the economy kind of slowing down, But it doesn't seem to be reflected in the housing market. This young lady sitting to my left here is closing deals left and right. Congratulations. Bring us some good
11: news. (laughs) Um, Rates are really good right now. And um, a lot of people are realizing that brokers are really good for business because we're saving people thousands of dollars on deals and lower interest rates. I recently had a client that was with a retail bank locally, and I was able to save her over. Almost two hundred dollars in her payment by over a percent in interest rate and thousands of dollars. So
1: well, thousands of dollars in yeah. closing, yeah, and tens of thousands, if not more, over the life of the loan. Yeah, because he's saving two hundred dollars a month.
11: Yeah, and that's, that's twenty
1: four hundred dollars a year. Just do the math.
11: And especially in the beginning, because you're paying, you know, mortgages are interest floated in the front. You're paying all that on your amortization. So, right. I mean, people are just paying so much over time by going to these retail. When we have no overhead, so we're able to get them a lot lower and lower fees and no junk fees.
2: That's a great point. And there's been a change in the paradigm in the mortgage industry between the banks, retail lenders, and mortgage brokers. We get our money from wholesale lenders, companies that you've never heard of that are multi-billion dollar corporations, huge companies. And what's going on is that, the wholesale lenders are leveraging their income against their servicing, which is the collection of the payments after the loan closes. So by leveraging their profits against the servicing instead of the interest rates and the upfront fees, that allows us to undercut the retail uh, mortgage company lenders and the banks in a huge way. That's why mortgage brokers are always the best deal for buyers. And that's one of the reasons that um, when the Fed uh, released their statement last Wednesday and you saw the move in the uh, bond market on the 10-year note downward, it dropped a good, what, 30 basis points, that retail banks and the retail mortgage lenders were cheering because they thought that that drop in interest rates would cause refinances, which are prepayments on the loans that Ashley and I yeah. So. That tells you where their head's at, and it tells you where our head's at, which our head's at giving you no junk fees and the very best interest rates and service possible by a aggressive and experienced staff led by Ashley Legend.
1: <laughs> she is the legend, I tell you. She can close them and get you the best deal, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why we're so proud of having Patriot Home Funding as part of our sponsorship team. And if you're in the market, you need to be talking to these folks who are going to be in the market. The the, the ideal situation is before you even actually are riding around or looking through the paper for houses and talk to these people first. Six
2: months ahead of time is the best
1: time, and then
2: again about a month or six weeks ahead of time, which that gives us a a time to, if we need to adjust anything, particularly with your credit or seasoning funds or arranging funds and getting you, quote unquote, ready to go, then you're ready to move into a seamless situation where you're pre-approved before the realtor puts you in the back of their car, and you're a homeowner within 30 days.
11: And the realtor should know that we're making sure these people can close at the end, because that's... A lot of deals I get are realtors saying, well, these places have told them the day before closing that they're not qualified anymore. And so we come in and save the deals.
2: That's inexcusable.
11: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the legend
11: here. (laughs) Uh,
1: What do you think that those folks will be saving $200 on their mortgage payments a month every year or every month will do with that $200?
11: I mean, that's your light bill. That's when you're a single mom or, you know, even a family, $200. That's (laughs)
1: and and see, the point is, and this is why watching the housing market is so very important, which is why we keep a a close gauge on it, because when people buy houses, they typically then need to go out and buy a hose. Mm -hmm. They need to buy a couch or whatever, right? And they may bring a lot of that stuff with them, but a lot of people use that as an opportunity. And when you can give them a better deal on the house, that means they got more money to put back in the economy. And generally speaking, that's exactly what they do with it.
11: And a lot of people that I've talked to, um, you know, they say, well, previously this lender told me I'd come with this amount and they end up coming with thousands of dollars more than they anticipated. And they're scrounging at the end to get to it where our numbers are always going down. I mean, we're giving them a worst case out front and. Because no one wants to scrounge up a few thousand dollars right before closing. (laughs) Of
1: course not. I mean, the pressure is already extremely high.
2: Yeah, and NAR, uh, which is National Association of Realtors, released a study a couple of years ago, and they said that each each home closing in any market is worth about $50,000
1: of GDP to that market. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got some other news to talk about. But once again, that's myphf.com for Patriot Home Funding, myphf.com. What's the local office number?
2: It's 407-389-5132. Again, 407-389-5132.
1: Ask for Ashley Legend. <laughs> <laughs> and they can you can handle anything in the state of Florida. Is that correct? Yes, anything. Because she was Florida. just in Merritt Island today yeah. <laughs> closing the deal. All right, we're going to close this segment and come back with another.
4: FM 105.5 AM 660. The answer.
12: hear from vacation travel planners a member of cruise planners with the latest vacation deals like bahama cruises from 249 per person or how about a seven night alaska cruise from 649 per person on celebrity cruises book a balcony or higher on a seven night select caribbean europe or alaska sailings and receive specialty dinner for two get free prepaid gratuities on select sailings with oceana cruises sandals and beaches all-inclusive resorts are up to 65 percent off get free prepaid gratuities on select avalon waterways river cruises give us a call at 321-251-4777 that's 321-251-4777 or visit us at vacation travel keep listening to the american adversaries for new travel specials every week bon voyage
1: We here at the American Adversaries Radio Network are blessed to have great sponsors like Jerry and Janice Shepard, owners of Jerry's Mercedes-Benz Service Center. And if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you've been blessed to have them as your dealership alternative. With their professionalism and expertise and state-of-the-art technology and facilities, they provide the best of service at the best price. Now, if you have a BMW, you have the same opportunity to have that friendly and reliable and affordable alternative to your dealer. Just like Mercedes-Benz owners who have taken advantage of this option, you BMW owners have a real alternative to high dealer prices and impersonal service. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. So take that BMW to Jerry's where they treat you and your car like royalty. Visit them at jerrysmb.com or call 407-366-6499, that's 407-366-6499, Jerry's MB is a proud sponsor of the American Adversaries Radio Show.
13: Keep them separated.
1: All right, welcome back to the American Habits series where we separate fact from fiction, truth from lies, and the real news from the fake stuff. All right. Some of us in here the other night, I, I didn't see you at the theater, but I got there late. I was there. Okay, for Unplanned. What did And you were there. I saw you, Nostradamus. Yes, I was there. My wife came along, too. What did y'all think? Nostradamus.
5: Very powerful. I understand the R rating. Um, there were some scenes where I just reached out, held my wife's hand, and we both just held each other Were those
1: early in the movie? Because I didn't think I saw them at the last... In about the
5: first 20 minutes. That's uh, the original scene that they refer back to at the end of Abby being called into an operating room to view and help with the procedure. I see. And while it's just a sonogram, what you see on the sonogram is just... It makes you break down in tears if you realize what's going on. And I think that's... The magic of Planned Parenthood is they want to do what they want to do without telling the girls or showing the girls what are going on they said in the movie that they will first thing they'll do is take a sonogram but they won't let the 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 woman see it right well then why do they take a sonogram right so they can measure the head so they can decide what kind of procedure to use so they can determine how much they're going to charge her
2: and the other thing they had too uh, you may remember they have volunteers who were meeting the young ladies as they pulled up to keep them away from the John Barroses of the world, from the yep. you know, from the Christians who were trying to get them to choose life? They
1: actually tried to shepherd them away very quickly from those people and shield them. By the way, John was there that night too for the yes. pre-screening of Unplanned, and I can't wait to get his thoughts on it because I didn't get to see him after it was over either. Once again, I got there late and. Um, but did get to see enough of the movie to get the gist of it. And, it, and as, as Charlene said, um, the uh, it, it did seem to be well-written and well-produced. Yeah,
5: they also made a point to mention that uh, the 40 Days for Life people who were featured in the movie, because they're part of the production team, um, there's other people there protesting as well that are basically loud and rude and obnoxious, that are yelling and screaming, saying, you're killing your baby, you're killing your baby. And they have pictures of aborted fetuses in a jar. And they make a point to say, yeah, I know, I know, that's what they did, mm-hmm. they're not with us. Right. We're here, we wanna talk with you, these people don't. They're not, you're not they are gonna change hearts
1: and minds right. with that kind of attitude. Right. Yeah,
2: My take on it, Chris, and I you was- You said
1: you were, what were you when you came out of there?
2: When I walked out of there, I was absolutely numb, first of all, I felt the same way I did when I walked out of the screening of the Passion of the Christ. Yeah. That, you know, I was, number one, I was numb, number two, I thought the abortionists are absolute ghouls and they're evil. And number three is that you just want to pray because it, it is, it's is—it's an insight into the evil of man, just like the Passion of the Christ, where they were killing, you know, our best hope at salvation, and the abortionists are the same thing. They're using lies to kill our best hope at salvation, which is our kids, and it's just an amazing thing. Um, the R rating, uh, Penny and I talked about it, and... I think maybe it's warranted, but you want to show this movie to young kids that I would say 13 years old and up, but you definitely want to have parental supervision to have the conversation with them based on what they just saw and use it as a teaching moment.
5: because right, they may need that information a couple of years down the road if they're not going
2: They
1: may need it a couple of days down the road these days. That's right. It's a powerful movie. We highly suggest you see it. It is unplanned, and it's opening nationwide today. So you can find it at a local theater here. So please do see it. And I thought, once again, Corey Stevenson had a great job. If you can take a a young one who's impressionable but hasn't really thought about this or made up their mind, they really need to know this.
2: Yeah, and uh, the, the one line I took out of the whole movie was, they're sacrificing life at the altar of convenience.
1: Indeed. All right, you're listening to the American Adversaries Radio Show. we still got a lot to go right here tonight on a Patriot Home Funding Friday as we get you ready for the weekend. Don't forget, Ace Cafe tomorrow. Hot rods for heroes to benefit Honor Flight Central Florida. 10 a.m. to Honor Flight Central Florida. 10 a.m. to 2.30. We'll
4: be right back. (laughs) FM 105.5 and AM 660. The Answer.
8: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Gerald Nadler says an April 2nd deadline still stands after Attorney General William Barr said he would deliver a redacted version of Special Counsel Robert Mueller's Russia report by mid-April. House Democrats threaten that they may subpoena the report if it's not delivered by next week. Nadler also says Democrats want to see the full report, not a redacted version. The captain of a hijacked oil tanker says migrants rioted when they learned they were being returned to Libya and forced him to turn north to Malta. Nader al-Hiblu says he feared he would be killed. Maltese armed forces eventually stormed the vessel and detained five men suspected of leading the hijacking, taking them away in handcuffs. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 211 points, the Nasdaq rose 60, the S&P advanced 19, oil up 84 cents to $60.14 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that one of the biggest investments we'll make in life is the house we choose to make our home. So why make this investment without knowing exactly what you're getting into? That's where Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections comes in. He'll make sure that excitement over the purchase of a house or rental property or commercial property doesn't turn into a nightmare after you take the keys. To get the most thorough and complete inspection, go to orlandoshomeinspector.com or just call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. Don't roll the dice on your home purchase. Remember, call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. Do you suffer from lower back pain? Do you ache worse after sitting in a regular chair? Are you one of 80% of Americans who suffer debilitating back pain sometime in your life? Then you need to try the Perfect Chair at Relax & Comfort. Designed after the NASA G Couch for astronauts, the Perfect Chair offers you comfort that no other chair can. Sitting in an average chair places over eight times more pressure on your spine than standing. The effects of this over time cause the average person to shrink one to two inches, but not with the Perfect perfect chair. It's motorized and has individual elevation for the head and feet, providing you with every option you need for a pain-free experience. So try the perfect chair at Relax & Comfort and ask about no-interest financing. Mention the promo code American Adversaries and get 50% off Maloof bamboo bed linens or essential oil sleep pillows all month. Relax & Comfort is family-owned and operated and has locations in Winter Park, Windermere, Sanford and the Villages. Go to RelaxAndComfort.com or call 321-329-3118. Get your perfect chair and enjoy blessed relief and unparalleled comfort today
10: attention hr managers and business owners if you're not screaming your new hires you're asking for trouble hi i'm kathy santa with asap programs negligent hiring is on the rise and can be an employer's worst nightmare leading to litigation and legal costs that could cripple your business The average cost of settling a negligent hiring lawsuit is nearly $1 million with the largest claim on record at $26 million. With Applicant 360 Screening Solutions, you will be able to perform comprehensive background checks quickly and discreetly, allowing you to properly vet incoming talent. Whether your organization is big or small, it's your responsibility to safeguard your workplace and protect your customers. Don't base your hiring decisions on a first impression and a resume. Call me today at 407-702-9511. Call 407-702-9511.
9: For most Floridians, our home is our biggest investment. If you are shopping for a new home, vacation home, investment property, want to remodel your home, or need to refinance your existing home loan, you need the very best mortgage professionals working for you to make your American dream come true. I'm Mariah Lee with Patriot Home Funding. And regardless of your mortgage needs, Patriot Home Funding has just the right loan for you. All of our loan products offer the lowest possible fixed rates. We don't charge annoying and expensive junk fees. And you get the very best service and care from me and the rest of our experienced all-star team. Contact us today for a quick, easy, and free pre-qualification. You can call us at 877-377-8123 or visit us on the web at myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
4: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender.
9: Everybody, this is your queen of professional wrestling, Casey Carlisle, and you're listening to the American Adversaries Political Professional Wrestling Show on Orlando's WORL 105.5 FM, 660 AM. The Answer.
2: Boy, she's
5: got a good radio voice, don't you think, Nostra Dennis? She Casey? could have a career behind the mic as well as smacking the announcer over the head. That's right.
1: <laughs> Nobody's going to argue with her, that's for sure. Uh, all right. That uh, Those two voices, of course, belong to Nostra Dennis and Pierce Outlaw. We also have Ashley Bedford in the studio with us today. Of course, she's with Pierce over at Patriot Home Funding. And of course, it is Patriot Home Funding Friday, after all, right here on the American Adversaries. I am Christopher Hart. We are in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff is on the bridge. 407-774-8255 is indeed the number. Uh, as we get into, do we have, we have Brian lined up? Okay, so let's go to the hive and get him the killer bee live from the hive. And of course that'd be Brian Blair. Hey, Brian, how you doing tonight? Fabulous, Chris.
13: Absolutely fabulous. How about you?
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, the the president last night uh, was in Grand Rapids. First of all, did you happen to see the rally? If you did, what'd you think? I thought it was fabulous. And,
13: uh, just a just a tremendous week for
1: the president. What about now? Uh, right, everybody's saying, oh, gosh, he's having this great week. I heard Chris Wallace this afternoon, and I don't, you know, have a, you know, I'm not a big fan of his, but I heard he him either. this afternoon on Fox, and he was talking about, you know, the president's had one of his best weeks while he's been in office, and then he wants to mess it all up. That's my word. He used, you know, his words. But basically said he wants to mess it all up by taking on health care. Uh, The way I look at it... How stupid is that? Go ahead. Go ahead.
13: Uh, How stupid is that when one of the reasons the Republicans lost is because the Democrats did such a great job of burying the Republicans about not caring about health care, about not caring about pre-existing conditions, about not caring about anything basically when it comes to uh, fixing the broken health care system. And that's uh, the farthest thing from the truth. The Democrats the Democrats just do a much better job of getting the word out, and it's something that is imperative if they want to win the election. If he wants to win, if, if the entire Republican uh, Party wants to win uh, the election, that vote have anything to do with health care, they better embrace it. You
1: know— Kevin McCarthy evidently had called the president earlier in the week when the president started first talking about this and said, you know, basically expressed his confusion as to why the president would want to go down this road and the president just pushed forward with it. And evidently now he and other Republicans are falling in line and they're beginning to actually try to put together some sort of health care plan, which they should have done a long time ago. But the way I look at it, Brian, is the president is a man who is always on the offensive He's always going after that which he desires. He doesn't lay back. And the Republicans are kind of the opposite. They're always laying back, never really going out. And the, and the Democrats always, that is why they always seem to end up on the offense and the Republicans on the defensive, because Republicans just naturally gravitate toward that.
13: I agree wholeheartedly, Chris. Complacency is a bad, bad habit, and they've gotten in the habit of being complacent. And either, uh, you know, lead or get out of the way. And President Trump is a leader, whether Chris Wallace or anybody else likes it or not. You're exactly right, uh, Chris. He, uh, Chris Hart, he, uh, um, when he has an idea and he has an agenda, and believe me, uh, he is a very organized man. and He surrounds himself with very organized people. And if they are, not um, you know, you're fired. So that's why, you know, the man sleeps five hours a day and works his butt off for this nation the rest of the time. It's, it's amazing. But he minds things up and he says what's on his mind. And health care is a big deal of what uh, he spoke on on the campaign trail prior to getting, uh, you know, sidetracked with all this phone investigation. Um, I'm, I'm sure that took away from a lot of the things that he wanted to do. Maybe, maybe now, once we get uh, Adam Schiff out of the way, maybe we can um, uh, do something together and come up with a great health care plan
1: that works for everyone. Brian, your, your your signal's fading just a little bit. I just wanted to mention that to you. All right, Pierce has a question for you. Yeah, we had uh, we had mentioned in the first hour of the show
2: that uh, exit polling of the 2018 midterms indicated that 51% of the voters uh, said that health care was their primary issue. So that Trump attacking the health care or engaging the health care debate is attacking their best issues. So if he can move the argument back to the center, away from Medicare for all, to making them defend Obamacare, that's a win. One of the great things the Democrats have been able to do, along with their uh, allies in the media, is to set the terms of the debate to set the narrative and make the Republicans react, and that's how you win a game. If you get to make the rules, you're going to win the game pretty much every time, right? And that's what Trump's doing now, is he's setting the terms of the debate.
13: I agree. I agree. <clears throat> that's um, a great observation, uh, Pearson. I just uh, I can't add anything to that other than that, uh, that's exactly right.
1: All right. Let me ask you this. Uh, Of course, he's now declared an emergency uh, authority for the border and he's proceeding with building the wall. The Pentagon came up with some more money this week. He's got the Army Corps of Engineers. He talked last night about even more and more contracts are being let out. The wall is being built. He even said it could be finished by next year, uh, he said last night. In the meanwhile, he also threatened today to shut down the border. They say the mother of all caravans is on its way up from Honduras. Indeed. And the president's gripe is that the Mexicans aren't doing anything to stop it. The, the way the law is set up now is if a Mexican comes across the border, we can turn them right around and send them right back. But if it's a Honduran, a Guatemalan or an El Salvadorian, they can stay. They get to stay, and it's because they have come through Mexico, and somehow our laws make that distinction. Now, Brian, the political ramifications, because if he does shut down portions of the borders, it's probably going to gripe a lot of Republicans. Obviously, I don't think he cares about that, but do you think it would matter for him going into 2020? Uh, in terms of his re-election,
13: no, no, because I still think, uh, regardless, I still think the core number one issue um, with the, uh, especially with his base, but <clears throat> especially with a lot of independence, is the broken immigration system that we have. For him to shut down the border will be a real good lesson for Mexico, and. That's, I believe, what he wants to do is to a teach them a lesson that they need to be more proactive on their end, and b to teach uh, Congress a lesson that they better get on the uh, bandwagon because there's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of fallout from if that if that 20,000 people reach that border, can you imagine the hysteria that's going to break out?
1: Indeed. By the way, your signal is much better. Thank you for that. And and once again, the president, people don't understand that he's always going to be on the offensive. He doesn't think defensively. So the emergency act, this crisis and stuff. See, he's taking, as you called it, leadership. He's taken the initiative. And that is the appeal that he has, and that's why I do believe he's got a, a great chance. I don't want to jinx him, but I would say he has odds-on all favorite, obviously, to win re-election easily. Yeah, I, I
13: I truly believe that. I believe just by watching uh, the rally in Michigan that, uh, you know, the people are still there. They're still fired up for him. Just as much so as ever before, and I think it will continue to be like that. I think his numbers uh, will grow um, uh, as as we move forward because a he's getting the uh, the Mueller cloud lifted, and we are soon. And and what's going to really hurt the Democrats is when they really see what we know and the the uh, mainstream media. Maybe they won't admit that they were wrong for two years, but but they should be held accountable for peddling all this false narrative. And Trump is going to pound on that and pound on the fact that they fooled the people. And he's an honest person as far as doing what he says he's going to do. He does what he says. He says what he does. And that's going to take him a long way. People are realizing that this is a president that is fighting for America.
2: Yeah, one thing that we saw uh, that kind of got buried in all this news was an economic release this morning with the consumer confidence numbers and the personal income numbers. And blue collar incomes have grown year over year over 3%, which is the biggest growth at the bottom end of the wage scale in over 50 years. And that's, that's part of the transformation. Trump has kind of lifted the blue-collar Midwestern and Southern voter away from the Democrat Party and co-opted that and now is kind of turning the Democrats into the victims and the identity politics and the academic elites.
1: And, of course, the economy is going to be a huge Uh, a huge motivator in the upcoming election. It always is. But the president, once again, what I like about him, he's always on the offensive. And he made it clear last night that he wants to take on these far left-wing arguments and these far left-wing candidates uh, because I think he knows he'd make mincemeat out of them. And it's because they say such bizarre things. Take, for instance, the Green New Deal. Now, we all have heard a little bit about the Green New Deal, and we've all also heard about white privilege. But we hadn't quite yet heard about the two put together until now. And this is the kind of thing the president loves to hear and run against. Nostra Dennis.
5: Get this. This is from the New York Post, Brian. I don't get it at home, but uh, I'm reading it online. Apparently, white people already are accused of hugging the jobs, the film roles, the housing. Now they're getting blamed for eating up Earth's natural resources, too. According to a study... Caucasian populations are disproportionately contributing to climate change through their eating habits, which uses up more food and emits more <laughs> greenhouse gases. Now, if this is true, that Hispanic um. and black diets are not the same as whites, then everything I thought I knew about be- bean burritos is a lie. <laughs> well, all I know is, is uh, I, you love know, drive,
13: I love driving. Bean riders but... will write anything, Mr. Dennis. I mean, they... It's amazing, and that's something that um, I was watching on uh, uh, Fox. I forget who was uh, uh, breaking down the stories, the number of false stories. It was amazing that there were they identified which ones. But in one category, there was only there was over two thousand major non-factual stories um, pushed by CNN, the New York Times, and the Washington Post.
5: Well, throw this Um, on the pile. Over 2,000. Yeah, This this says, according to here, potatoes, beef, apples, and milk are some of the worst offenders. (laughs) Do black people and Hispanics not eat potatoes, beef, apples, and milk?
1: (laughs) Oh, my Lord. You know, they are so
13: prejudiced and hypocritical to call white people out, and just because the white population happens to be the majority, to call the white Caucasians anything other than human beings, because we are all human beings. We don't right. have a choice of what color we're born. That's right. We don't have a choice of uh, our ethnicity. Our ethnicity. Uh, we don't have a, a choice of whether we're male or female. I mean, that to me, that's God's work, and that's uh, you leave it up to God. We just need to love each other and to do common-sense things for our, for our nation. We need to love our neighbor, which is— uh, the number one command god's number one command and it's common sense love thy neighbor we need to do all those things but it's hard to do when they're uh calling you whitey and uh caucasian and white privilege and all that kind of stuff i grew up in gary indiana nine out of ten of the kids that i hung around with were african-american were black and we got along fabulously uh for ten and a half years until i moved to florida and we really didn't know we didn't didn't even care about color or anything like that. And, you know, this is something that's been perpetuated, just like all the lies that have been perpetuated coming from the communist countries, coming from the Saul uh, Lewinsky-type professors, infiltrating our schools, infiltrating this country for the last 20, 30, 40 years, but especially the Obama administration took it and took it over the top. And I have never in my life witnessed this much um, identity politics ever.
1: All right. Well, listen, uh, I want want you to hold that thought right there, and and you're absolutely right. We are all actually of one race, the human race. And so hold that thought right there because I want to take a break. When we come back, I want to get your thoughts on this Jussie Smollett thing and the, the actual political ramifications of this, and I do believe there are some. We're talking with the killer bee, Brian Blair. You are listening to The American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday, and we'll be right back.
4: FM 105.5 and AM 660. The answer
1: spring is almost here that means it's time for the 35th annual all british car show on saturday april 6th featuring all makes of british cars both classic and contemporary come see these magnificent machines and help judge them at the pavilions in central winds park in beautiful winter springs four rivers barbecue tijuana flats and jeremiah's ice will provide the food the cars judging vendors and lots more will provide the fun and there's a playground for the kids admission is free saturday april 6th 9 to 4 for more info go to AllBritishCarClub.com, or Central Florida British Car Club on Facebook. Hi, Chris Hart here. You know, I always bring you the best companies that improve your life. Now, I wanna introduce you to Dr. Ronald Trevisani of Lifetime Teeth Today, Orlando's trusted board-certified oral surgeon for over 20 years. If you need dental implants or oral surgery, this is the guy and this is the place to go. Receive the highest level of dental implant care from a trusted oral surgeon, and by the way, his patients love him.
9: I can eat everything and I enjoy life much more. I really do. I don't have to worry about toothaches,
4: fillings, or anything. We had corn on the cob last night with a filet mignon. It made my toes curl up.
1: Dr. Trevisani, one office, one day, lifetime teeth today. Locations call 407 598 8141. Dr. Travisani, Orlando's trusted board certified oral surgeon. Show that smile again. Call 407 598 8141 today. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that one of the biggest investments we'll make in life is the house we choose to make our home. So, why make this investment without knowing exactly what you're getting into? That's where Aubrey Kahn of Firm Foundation Home Inspections comes in. He'll make sure that excitement over the purchase of a house or rental property or commercial property doesn't turn into a nightmare after you take the keys. To get the most thorough and complete inspection, go to orlandoshomeinspector.com or just call Aubrey Kahn at 321-624-0254. Don't roll the dice on your home purchase. Remember, call Aubrey Khan at 321-624-0254. Okay, welcome back to the American Adversaries on a Patriot Home Funding Friday. Got Pierce Outlaw, Nostra Dennis, Ashley Bedford, myself, Christopher Hart in the studio. The Killer Bee, Brian Blair, is live, coming to us from the Hive. And, Brian, before we move on, JJ is on the line, and she wants to concur with you on something. Let's find out what it is. Hey, JJ, how you doing tonight?
7: Good. How you guys doing?
1: Excellent. Excellent. Go ahead.
7: Good. Good. Uh, well, I just wanted to agree with you. Um, I was thinking about um, what, what Brian said earlier, about you can't, you know, choose your color of your skin or your uh, eye color or, you know, your height or anything like that. And I... I as much as I love and I think Trump is so funny and he's got so much going for him, I don't like when he says, Adam Schiff is a pencil neck, Adam Schiff. <laughs> um, even when he didn't mark <laughs> I don't like that. I don't, I don't mind it when he said Crooked Hillary because she's that's her character and she could change that. And and Or Little Rocket Man because he was threatening with the rockets. Those were good monikers, but –
5: do you, do you he's think he's brutal. insulting pencils when he says that? Uh, <laughs> and Nostradamus no, is holding you know, a pencil I, in his hand as he said that. But, but, but
13: J.J., do you know about what Adam Schiff has done throughout his career? He has been nothing right. but a liar. Nothing he has yeah, done has him. proven out to be factual. The guy is awful. He's a loose cannon. I mean, when you start making up stuff— uh, that never comes out to be true. I mean, and this is not the first time with Trump. This is several times. Right. Um, Why would and by the way, just, just so liar, you know, the word, the I name, mean... JJ, the name pencil neck is an old wrestling term. Yeah. Donald Trump ha- happens to be a big wrestling fan. Freddie Blassie. And, yeah. and there were classy Freddie okay. Blassie, an old wrestler, used to call people pencil neck geeks. But I Even had a song. geek off it. That's right. And uh, tried to make it a little nicer for you, JJ, and just called him a pencil
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best. No,
7: I uh, I get it. He is a weasel. He's a lie. I I get it. He's a, he's an evil snake in the grass. No, I get, yeah. it.
1: Well, that, I get that, it. And that's, just, and that's yeah. Trump's way of belittling the man. And and right. and, and belittling right. the man, he's belittling the man's efforts. And believe me, it is, and Trump yeah. wouldn't do it if he didn't have good cause to, which is what Brian was referring to, Pierce.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think it was summed up best today by Dan Bongino on his uh, Twitter account where he said, oh, okay. the collusion hoax was designed by idiots to appeal to imbeciles and to be spread by morons. All parties involved met expectations.
1: <laughs> now, you see, check, that's good check, radio check. there. That's good radio stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know,
13: J.J., yeah. it's, it's, it's about entertainment, and, and Donald Trump, everybody likes yeah. to be entertained in some way or the other, and it's great to have, to me, a lighthearted president that says what's on his mind. Instead of hiding behind a, a suit and acting so prim and proper, I prefer Donald Trump's style. Now, sometimes i got to say that he is a little too rough around the edges, and I'll agree with you, uh, J.J., he does do that um, yeah. uh, a lot of times. Well, he, that, him that's That's, him. that's Trump. Him. And just let Trump be Trump, and that's why we have the economy that we have today. And, and believe me, without a, a robust and viable economy, nothing else works in the entire country. Nothing.
1: Yep. You have right. no
13: infrastructure. No, you have no defense. You have nothing for nothing. So you have to have a robust and viable economy. And that's what Trump's done. And he puts in that little bit of uh, flair, of the showbiz, that's just him. You know, it's naturally yeah. there. That's why right. I'm just we glad had The Apprentice rushing... for so long.
7: Delusion,
2: delusion turned out to be an illusion.
7: It wasn't good. <laughs> All right. Thank,
2: thank you, JJ. Thanks, Thanks for your guys. phone call. Thank yeah, and another thing, too, uh, to JJ's point is that we've discussed, discussed this on the program many times is that what Trump does with his Twitter account with these names is right out of the art of the deal. He calls them names, inflames the left, gets their media to cover it, which spreads his message. He takes them off their game.
1: Exactly. Right. Yep. Which brings me to Jesse Smollett, because I think that Jesse. Smollett actually helped President Trump spread his message because of, and especially the way this all played out. Because first he comes out with these outrageous claims, and everybody kind of thinks, oh, no, maybe it happened." Then we find out it's a lie. Then all of a sudden it's thrown out of court. So first you have people who are upset because most of us knew that a MAGA person wasn't going to do that. Not in Chicago, right. of all places. And then, and then it was confirmed that it was a lie. So it was kind of like, okay, we're mad, but now he's going to see justice, so we're kind of, okay. But now it's thrown out. So the political ramification, in my thinking, is people are going to see this, and that's going to be more impetus for the supporters to continue to even more emphatically support this president because of this type of thing, and perhaps draw some others over who look at this and go, "This is just, you know, doofishery." Red- red- uh, yeah, Brian, you got?
13: Uh, no, I. <clears throat> you got about. A minute I and agree half. wholeheartedly, yeah. and I thought he did a, an excellent job in the rally. I mean, he. He used Smollett for everything that he could at that rally, and he rightfully said which, what needs to be said. This guy uh, committed a terrible crime, uh, and it needs to be held—he needs to be held accountable. If he didn't do it, somebody did it. So— um, you know, we need to get to the bottom of it. He can't just walk free. This is a crime that is a horrible crime that that nobody should ever do. And to blame that, uh, the way he did uh, on President Trump, I mean, how many, how many different laws did he
1: break? Well, not only that, but he victimized the whole country because he perpetuated this lie that has been dividing us. And you had some thoughts on this, Ashley, did not you? On-
11: yeah, I mean, I just think that if he wasn't a star, he wouldn't get away with it. And if we if we victimize another race or culture you know as regular people we'd be in jail forever (laughs) yeah
1: and and that's That's why and that's why i say i think it'll work for the president politically and obviously he saw it too which is why he used it last night is that this kind of injustice is why he got elected in the first place is that people see this sort of thing going on all over the place and i'll give you the last thought on it brian you got about 30 seconds
13: no I agree one hundred percent we have we have a dynamic president. he's doing a fabulous job. Nobody could have taken uh the bullets that this man's taken and still be standing. I mean he is a, he is truly the closest thing to a uh, to a walking superman that you could possibly have because I understand politics is as good as the next person and to have the stones thrown at you that you get thrown at you when you're in that political arena that you've got to be a tough person well now Imagine that, Mr. Politician, times 100, and that's what President Trump has gone through. God bless him. May he keep standing strong because he's fighting for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good place to end it right there, Brian. Thank you so much, and God bless you too, sir. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. So God bless much.
13: you guys. I wish I could have said hello to Ashley more, but uh, anyway, uh, always good to talk to you, lovely guys. Well, ah, I love you. Just kidding. Have well, a great well, weekend. We'll have All best to the American Adversary
1: the audience. All right. Thank you, Brian. Okay, we'll be back here five o'clock Sunday. Hope to see you there.
4: Night, everybody. News, opinion, passion. FM one hundred five point five AM.